Welcome to 120 Outdoors, where we talk about how to enjoy the outdoor opportunities we all have close to home. If you love all things outdoors, this podcast is for you to get out and get more out of it. Welcome to 120 Outdoors. Uh, my name is Chris Paula, And I'm Don Klaus. Today, we're going to talk about some stuff. And uh, I'm going to start... Good, some good stuff, Don. It is good stuff, Yeah, it is Chris. good stuff. You know, Chris, uh, we've lived long enough and spent enough time outdoors that some good things have happened along the years. I'm talking about technologies. You know, things have gotten better in some worlds. Um, and, uh, you know... We talked about this a little bit before. There's a list as long as your arm. Why don't you throw one at us that uh, you really like? Well, I I've, I could go on for a couple uh, a good hour here. I knew about yeah, but I knew just, that, but I got to yeah, hold you back. Yeah, just uh, fishing wise, this you know we could talk about the rods and reels, um, but the biggest thing for me and fishing line. But the biggest thing for me for fishing wise is the GPS technology that, you know, we didn't have years ago. We had flasher units and I'm using paper maps to where we are today. It's like day and night. Um, it, it's amazing. And if um, those that you to fish, and I know there's quite a few guys listening out there that do fish and know what I'm talking about, that GPS mapping technology on your boat is, is you can't fish without it. I can't, not anymore. No, not on uh, no. The, the lakes we have. You need to know where the channels oh, are, where the stuff absolutely. is. Absolutely. How about you, Don? Well, you know, um, since I've uh, been around, Gore-Tex has come on. I really... Yeah, that's a good one. I've got a lot of good stuff that's great. I mean, you already yeah. talked about the rods. Uh, carbon fiber rods are mm-hmm. the only thing I use these days. I, I love those well, things. Well, compared to those fiberglass things that weighed a ton... Yeah, and it's and, just amazing. Yeah, they're just uh, it's just the way to go for for me. Oh, absolutely. And, and we mentioned fishing line. Yeah, you look at the super braids now. We never had that. You know, we had that Daycron line that was like rope and fluorocarbon. Too. And fluorocarbon, I use it all the time. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, the, the technology is amazing. That uh, you know, we're just talking a little piece of technology in the fishing world. There's, I mean, we can name go on and on and on uh, fishing. As you can tell, uh, Chris and I are not averse to technology or no. change. We're not curmudgeons in that regard. <laughs> no. Now, one of the things you might not think about, though, uh, when you think about enjoying the outdoors is the cell phone. You yeah. Know, cell phone has uh, has been kind of revolutionary, too. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many things that you can do with it. Uh you mentioned, you know, you always have a camera now, and a great camera at that. Yeah, that technology gets better um, every time you update your phone. The technology is better, you know. But you know, the thing about the phone for me too, Don, and I mentioned this to you before we got on the air. Um, I have a lot of apps on on my phone that I use almost daily. I'm, I'm a weather buff, so I have quite a few weather apps on there: lightning detectors and wind direction detectors and of course the weather regular weather app and then also there's fishing apps on there and hunting apps too i use fishing apps as you know uh, pro time fishing you could check you know when the uh, moon rise and moon set is for the day and when the ideal time to be on the water and then also for hunting the same thing i think um you and i talked a little bit about this they have um, the the rut forecast so forth for your area and, and it's neat technology and i don't use it all the time but it's nice to look at as a reference uh, that's just some of the things that, for me personally, that I use on my phone um, almost daily. Yeah, and they're all in your hand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the other thing about it, 
um, you know, I think of the cell phone as a, it's a piece of safety equipment, you know. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't carry a marine radio out on the water. If you got the cell phone, you know, you got uh, a line of communication if you're in them with service that is yeah same thing in the woods if you if you have some issues out there you can make a call uh, or if you need help if you, if you get that deer that you just can't drag you yeah. can call for help yeah that's a good thing <laughs> that's a real good thing so where is this leading us don it's leading us to what we're going to talk about today um now i'm gonna i'm gonna give a our legal disclaimer here chris okay uh, the views expressed by chris and i <laughs> Are not paid for in any shape or form. Uh, At least not yet. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> yeah, right, now. Right. However, um, Chris and I have been using an app that we feel is worth talking about. It's called Onyx Hunt, and uh, what it amounts to is an app that you can use to. Uh, I I think that I think hunt in there is a, a little too restrictive. People would see that and say, Ah, this is all about hunting. This really puts a, a handheld GPS. And, and more into your hand uh, with your cell phone. Because let's face it, most people carry the cell phone these days. Some people want to escape to nature. I do too, but I do carry my cell phone. Yep. No, I do too. I do too. So we, we went out and got a special guest today. Um, he's an expert and has been using this technology since it came out. And the, the nice thing I like about our guest is he was a hardcore handheld GPS guy. Um, I remember talking to him a few years ago. That was his go-to technology when he was hunting. Now that he's found this app, um, and you'll hear in the interview, that um, he definitely um, sees this, the benefits. You know, um, And so that's what we want to share with you guys today. It's just, uh, we'll go over the, the baseline of it, right, Don? We're kind of talked, we'll sketch the surface of this. Yeah, that's all I can do, because I wouldn't call myself a power user yet, but... Uh but so far, what I've used, I really like. Yeah, yeah, and I've used it for a couple of years now, uh, thanks to Chris Pappas is our guest, by the way. Um, Chris has been on the show before, and um, um, he's helped me a few years ago get up on this app, and I've been using it for a couple of years now. So I, I'm not going to say too much more, because it, this is a really good interview. So those of you that don't have the technology, this is a great learning lesson, I could say, I guess. Um, for the app, and, and you can see how it applies to you in every day. And then those of the you that are using it, um, it's just going to be a refresher course uh, for those guys. And before you check out on this, if you don't hunt and say, well, this Onyx hunt doesn't have anything to do with me, just wait a minute. Because yeah. if you're just curious about who owns a chunk of property, you can find it out here. Mm -hmm. If you want to share information, about where you're going, which is a good uh, safety thing. And this can be hiking or anything. This is a powerful tool for a fisherman, a hunter, just a hiker, uh, or somebody who's super curious. So, no, that's a great point. So, you just want to jump to our guest? Let's cut to Chris. Okay, we're going to, uh, once again, our guest is Chris Pappas, and uh, let's go right to the interview. Okay, our next guest on 120 Outdoors is Chris Pappas. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show today. Uh, hello, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit today, Chris, with you about the Onyx hunting app. And we've had, not only do Don and I have a bunch of questions for you, but we've had quite a few listeners that are interested in this this app and, and how to be more efficient out in the woods. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started. Yeah, Sounds Chris. Uh, we've been fans of the Onyx hunt app since we've had it. Uh, 
it's been been good for both of us. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, a lot of our listeners don't even know about it. And, you know, Chris and I were big fans of the good tools, and we think this is one of them. So uh, f- why don't you get us started by telling our listeners uh, why, why they might want to think about having this. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a great tool for anyone in the outdoors. I mean, hunting especially, but even hiking or shed hunting or whatever, because uh, it can give you... It can track your location like a handheld GPS can. Uh, Also, it can show you the properties you're on, who owns the property, if it's public or private land. Um, Hiking trails show up on there too. If you want to do that, you can see structures and roadways just like you can like on Google Maps or something like that, Google Earth. Um, And it puts it all right there on your phone. It also gives you some tools where you can mark waypoints and save locations and create trails and stuff like that for you as well. So it puts all of those tools right there on your cell phone and everybody always has their cell phone with them nowadays so you always have your your tools handy there yep hey um one uh, quick question too on this um i know me i I personally have um the subscription rates is where i want to go next the first quite a general question you so you can get the whole u.s correct if you mm-hmm. if you wanted to, and then you could buy individual states. Like uh, I know I bought uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio. Um, right. That's where I'm spending most of my time in. Um, is that what you would recommend? I mean, just or is it cheaper to go the whole country? I don't even know what the rates are for the whole country. Well, I mean, one one state is thirty dollars a year, and the whole country is a hundred dollars a year. Okay. So, I mean, if you're going to go for once you're going to get up to around three states, you might as well just buy the whole country. I guess. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I bought the whole country because I pretty much use mine for Ohio, New York, and Pennsylvania. And just in case I ever end up anywhere else, uh, I'll have it. Okay, and that is a year, correct? That's per year, correct. Per yeah. year. And they update the land ownership every year and everything, and they update their maps pretty often. So you're getting, you know, you're getting service throughout those years as you subscribe. Yeah, that's a neat service to know who the landowners are. Oh, yeah. As I mentioned, Chris, uh, before we got on the air, I've actually used that uh, a couple times already, um, you know, for neighboring properties. I found out who the owners were and introduced myself, and I got access to some additional um, hunting property, and I didn't even know who the owners were, you know, um, without that app. So it is, that is yeah, pretty cool, you know. Definitely correct. I mean, back in the old days, we used to go to the courthouse and get the plat book, you know, and look up the oh, landowner geez. and try to yeah. track them down, you know. Yeah. And now that puts that whole, all of that information right in your hand. You can see the owner, you know, where they live. You can try to get a hold of them. You can see how many acres they have. Um, all that information's there. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And that's super yeah. important to us in our 120, uh, where there's not a great deal of public hunting land right right this lets you uh, lets us know who we need to knock on their door or give a call and say hey could i possibly hunt there yeah and then vice on the other side of that also it keeps you from accidentally trespassing on the land you're not supposed to be on if it's not a well-marked boundary you know sometimes the back end of people's land they don't mark as well as maybe the road road access and to keep yourself from accidentally trespassing or whatever you can keep track of where you're at and those land boundaries really well yeah, that, that, I've used it that way too because especially where we're hunting, there none of the owners have anything marked. Um, right, you're, you're like it's a free for all, so you're just kind of walking and making sure you're staying within the property you have permission on. So yeah, I've used it in that regard too. We do like to yeah. keep it legal. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't want any trouble out there. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess um, you know we've we've said it's a good thing and might want to might want to get it. Uh, why don't you start us down the road and tell us a little bit uh, 
how, how to use the thing. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'll start out by going over one of the biggest helps that is for me is that um, I spend a lot of time outdoors in areas that don't have cell service. Okay. And so with the lack of signal, it's hard for me to, you know, track myself, keep in touch with people, whatever. But the OnX Maps has a feature where you can download pieces of the map to use offline. And so basically you don't need a cell signal at all. You can be in an area that's completely void of cell signal and it'll still work just like a handheld GPS. It'll track your location. It can track your path you've walked. You can see all the waypoints you've created and you can do all that without cell service. And in fact, you can even put your phone in airplane mode to save battery. So your phone's not constantly trying to grab signal, you know, and kill your battery. So you can walk around with your phone in airplane mode preserving your battery for all day and still track yourself and use it just like a handheld gps okay now that's that's exactly what i one of the questions i was going to ask you now how big of an area can you download i mean let's say um you're hunting an area in the allegheny national forest and i don't know how many acres it would be i mean how big of an area can you download well um there's three different choices for that it depends on what resolution you want Um, okay if you want to if you want to download a map that has the highest resolution so you can zoom way in and see all of those fine details that it can offer you you can choose an area that's five miles wide oh that's pretty good okay it's a pretty big area yeah it's going to be a large file though too so you have to have enough room on your phone um it'll also let you choose like a medium resolution and that'll be 10 miles wide and that you can zoom in pretty far but if you zoom in really really far it'll get a little blurry at that point you lose a little resolution Mm -hmm. and then the lowest resolution which will if you just want to cover a big vast area and not zoom in for a lot of detail you can go 150 miles wide okay and you can download this and you can download several maps i'm pretty sure i have about maybe like 10 or 11 maps downloaded okay and i pretty much use the 10 mile wide ones Okay, that's what I was just going to ask you. So that's what you use personally. Yeah, covering 10 yeah. miles in a day. I mean, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And my, mine are all downloaded with areas that I go to repeatedly. So yeah. they just keep going. And you can also update those maps. When they when they update their imagery, it'll let you know there's new updates available. And you can just re-download the same map you already have and get the newest imagery. Okay, just so you know, I'm trying to do this while I'm talking to you. I'm on my phone right now. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> go. Go ahead, Don. Go ahead and ask the next question. <laughs> yeah, he wants to make sure he has. I want to make sure I understand this. I'm, I'm doing it while you're on the phone with me. No problem. Yeah. yeah, that feature is probably one of the best. That offline feature. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and any any marks you make on your map while you're offline will be saved. The next time you get your phone somewhere where there is signal, it'll update itself, and those will be preserved forever. Then, so you don't have to worry about being offline or being in airplane mode if you add waypoints or you record a trail or something it'll it'll be there it saves it that's pretty slick this really does sound like just having a, a handheld gps uh, it, it really it really does everything the handheld gps has done for me yeah. okay i'm on here now chris so take me through this okay, okay. so no the, the listeners that have this on their phone could follow along here so i got <laughs> it says i'm on offline maps and it says new yep. map so i hit new map correct Okay. Okay. And it says estimated download size, uh, 100 to 400 megabytes. Right. And do you see, does it give you the three different yes, choices on the it map does. resolution? Yeah. Yep. It says five mile wide, 10 mile wide, which you recommended, or 150 miles. So yep. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and hit the 10 mile. Okay. Okay. 
then you just scroll the map around. It'll it'll have like an area that's highlighted, and the rest of it kind of blacked out. Oh yeah, I see Wherever it. Wherever you okay. put that square is the area of map you will download. Okay, that's what it did. Hey, that's yep. pretty and slick. Save, yep. okay. and then you can name them later as well. And how do you save this now? This will automatically be saved on my my yep. phone. When you hit save at the bottom, like when you got the map to the area you wanted it, and you hit save, that automatically is putting it right on your phone's like memory. Okay. And it'll be there until you get rid of it. That is pretty slick. Yep. Like, I've had some of the same maps on mine for four or five years. I just keep updating them. Okay. All right. You can give Chris the class separately here. (laughs) No, that's that's good. Okay. (laughs) Next question, Don. Go ahead. Uh, That worked, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, that's a super important one. That's pretty impressive with the airplane. Yeah, it is. I know... you're going to be out all day, and you yeah. don't you don't have the yeah no that's power a great to, thing. to charge. That's a so. great thing. And I always carry an extra battery pack for my phone, like a little like one of those portable phone chargers. Yeah. I always have one of those stashed in my backpack because they're so tiny; they're, they take up no space, just in case. But I've never run into a, a situation where walk around in airplane mode, and I've done like nine, ten miles a day hiking in airplane mode, and I've never killed my phone's battery yet. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. So, um, what are the what are the features that you like to uh, indicate? Like you've indicated that you you download a map, then uh, what yep. uh, what do you throw on there for marks when you're in on a normal day of hunting? Okay, well, I kind of use it two different ways. One way I'll use it um, is because I have three kids and I'm busy at home and I do a lot of family stuff, and so I try to be really efficient when I get time to be in the woods. So they also have a web version of the map. And when you buy a subscription, you automatically get the web version also. You just go to the Onyx website and log in with your login info, and you can look at your whole map on a computer screen. So you can use, and you can use all the tools that you could use, you know, on your phone. You can draw lines, you can draw area shapes, you can add waypoints, you can do all that stuff. Um, So I'll get on the web version when I'm at home, and if I, like, say I have an area that I want to go and shed hunt or I want to scout for deer hunting or something like that, I'll go and draw lines to where, or draw area shapes around places I want to make sure I hit or I visit, or I'll draw myself a path to make sure I walk where I want to walk, like maybe down the edge of a clear cut or something like that. Um, and I'll mark the map up at home on that web version. And then when I drive there and I get to the spot I want to be in, those marks are all there and I pull out my phone and I use them to guide myself and I go and, and do what I wanted to do that day. Um, so that's one of the things that I do with it a lot is I use that web version to pre-plan my my uh, trips. Also, anything you mark while you're on your phone out in the field, when you get home, it'll be on the web version also. That's what I was just going to ask you. So it automatically syncs up for you? Yep. The next, okay. As soon as you put your phone somewhere where it has cell service again, it'll sync all that back up, and you'll be there. Boy, that sounds nice. I've, I've, I haven't ever uh, done anything with the web version. I've, I've only done it on the phone. That sounds like a super yeah. efficient yeah, use I, of I time. Didn't even, I didn't really even know nice. you could do yeah. that. You can look at it on a bigger screen. Um, you can see a little more area. Sometimes, you know, a phone screen is small, and it's not the easiest thing to look at really fine details on. Uh, the other thing is when you add waypoints in Onyx, you can add notes and stuff like that, too. And it's easier for me to sit at home and, like, type notes, like, on an actual keyboard than to try to stand there in the woods. And I'm not the best phone typer. I must have fat thumbs or something. I always spell things wrong. So when I when I get home, I'll sometimes get into a waypoint. I'll add notes and type stuff up on there to make sure I remember things that I wanted to do there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
what are some of the other tools that you like to use on that on the uh, app, Chris? I mean, I know okay. I know you spend a ton of time in the woods. Uh, what are some yeah. of the other features you really like about this? Um, well, w- just sticking with the waypoints for one second on those, what I really like about the waypoints that you can add are you can chain. There's different symbols you can use for the waypoints. There's symbols for like food or different animal types or uh, acorns or scrapes or rubs or. They have all kinds of different symbols you can assign to your waypoints, so that'll help you kind of stay more organized. You can also color code your waypoints, and I pretty I color code mine more than use the symbols. Like, uh, you know, if I find scrapes, they're one color. Rubs is a color. Um, bedding is a color. So if I look at my map, I can really easily see like a rub line through the woods just based on looking at the colors that I have going through the woods. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So I use the, the different symbols and colors for the waypoints pretty often. Um, you can also add a photo to waypoints, which is sometimes helpful. Um, I one time put a trail camera in a big patch of laurel, and it was one of those kind of places where everything looked identical, and I was worried I would never find the trail camera again. So I took a picture. There was an unusual branch in an oak tree above near where I put the camera. So I took a picture of that unusual branch, and I attached it to that waypoint for that camera. And then when I went wading through that laurel again a couple months later, I was looking up in the air and I saw that branch and I matched it up to the picture I had and I went right over there and found it. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a really so, good yeah. idea. That's a nice feature that you can add those photos. Yeah, just a, a general question too, Chris, as far as, because um, how long have you been using this app now? Several years? Uh, I would say probably since 2017, wow. maybe 2018, somewhere in there. 2017, probably. Have yeah. you noticed anything like uh, patterns uh, for deer that you maybe didn't realize was was taking place in the areas you like to hunt uh, beca- oh, yeah. be- because of this? I mean, can you give us some examples of that? Sure, yeah. I mean, I could give you two quick examples of that. Um, there was one time when I had hunted an area pretty hard, and I would scouted it several times, but every time I went in, just the way that I had to approach the area from and everything... I always ended up kind of traveling east to west through the property, just by the way, you know, things went down. And as I was making marks and I would hunt there more and I would lay things down, the more my map got filled up with marks, the more I realized there was a lot of north-south deer sign lining up that I hadn't really, as I'm walking in the woods and you're standing there in the direction you're traveling, you don't really notice it. But I took a step back and looked at my map. I realized there was a lot of north-south. And so I started going in and looking at stuff that way, and it really opened my eyes to the way the deer were using that land better hmm. interesting um another thing i like to do with the for like deer sign and learning about deer is uh, the track the tracking feature where you can turn it on and it'll basically track where you where you walk and lay down a trail behind you um if i'm in an area that's i'm trying to figure out better or it's really thick or something like that i'll go and turn on those tracks and walk on the deer trails through the area and when I finish walking one deer trail, I'll turn the track off and save it. I'll go back and find it, pick up another one, and I'll walk that one. And basically, I'm making a map in the woods of all the deer trails that I can visually see. You can see where they come together, see which ones come close to each other, see if they're all going towards a certain direction or not. So that's been pretty helpful to me also. Oh, that would be. I'm thinking how I could use that. I never thought about doing that. Yeah, you can lay down a whole highway map system of all the deer trails in your area if you really take the time to do it. That's pretty slick. I know I, yeah. I mentioned to you before I've used that uh, the tracking device a couple times. You know, for I like to do some shed hunting. I mentioned to you how I was able to make sure I cover the area 
where I found some sheds like a grid you know I was 10 yeah. feet apart and it helped me I found three antlers doing that so that was very helpful for me and, yeah, and that tracking feature is really nice for that it is and, and I also met, yeah I mentioned to you about my brother-in-law um, and sister-in-law they she shot a nice deer last year and they couldn't find it and um, that tracking device helped them you know because they weren't repeating the same walking over the same area again and again and here um, it was 10 feet from where they just walked you know yep so yeah. it's it, yeah if you really need to grid search anything that's the best way to go and then yeah. you don't accidentally leave something out either that's pretty cool yeah i'll have to do that with the the deer trails that um that would definitely open the door for me because i'm still struggling on this property at times um especially yep. at certain times of the year i could um just see there's a general pattern where they're moving east and west or are they moving north and south and and where the couple trails come together would be the place to be yeah, exactly. You yeah. gotta slap your uh, hiking shoes on. All, yeah, yeah. I make all my deer trail maps different colors than my other trails, so I can also again try to stay more organized. So if I look at a big view of my map from out from far away, mm-hmm. whatever color you know the trail is, kind of lets me know what it is. Um, deer trails are one color. Sometimes I've some of the places I hunt are really hard to get into and access, and if you're going in and out in the dark, just to preserve my own safety, <laughs> I've, I'll go in and like walk the path in the daytime i want to use to get into a hunting area sure if it's not real well marked and i'll lay down a trail there so then if i go in or out in the dark i can use my phone and just keep myself on that track that i've already laid down so i can get into that hunting area maybe the brush that, is really that's dead. a great idea so yeah. yeah yeah so i'll pre-plan my entry and exits for places too by using the trails and those are a different color on my map than like the deer trails that's cool yeah you you mentioned safety that that's an important thing too i uh I wasn't thinking about the way you're using it there, but uh, just, well, I guess just like a handheld GPS, it uh, gives you an element of safety to know where you're at and where you came from. So. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Where you park the truck. That too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. If you're going somewhere you haven't been before, definitely mark where your truck is. Yeah, and lay down a waypoint. There is even a waypoint that's a little parking symbol, so you can even use it to mark where you parked your truck. Um but yeah, I mean, if you're going somewhere where there's no cell service, you need to do whatever you can to be as safe as possible. And one of those things would be, you know, making sure you know where you're going. Maybe you've laid the trail down ahead of time or even just knowing where you're at um, so you don't get turned around and lost out there where there's no cell service. Um, that can get pretty scary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing you can do, you can share waypoints with people, but they have to have the app also. But like if i wanted to share a waypoint with someone to say like hey i'm going hunting in this spot and you know it's way back in there in case i don't come back here's where you could go look for me first and you could send someone a waypoint and they'll have it um or like my one buddy if he he found a turkey one time and he was already tagged out and he heard a turkey goblin he laid down a waypoint and sent it to me and said hey i heard a turkey right here and so i could go right to the spot he was at where he heard the turkey that's pretty cool nice yeah that is cool what are some of the other tools that you're using um, with that app, Chris, that you, know, you could share with our listeners? Sure. Um, well, there's three different types of maps you can use. There's like an aerial satellite view map, kind of like a Google Earth type of view where mm-hmm. you can actually see photo of what you're, of the area. You can see like fields and rivers and houses and stuff. You can also switch it to just a pure topo map if you're you know, a topo map kind of person. Like I started off on purely topo map so i still love a good topo map um and that'll help you see the terrain because a satellite view doesn't show you how steep a hill is or you know how deep a ravine goes or how flat right, might be. right. Or you can't find points and saddles and those kind of features just on an aerial view 
Um, so you can use the topo if you want, uh, and also you can use a hybrid view, which lays the topo lines over top of the satellite map, which is pretty much the one I go with the most. Yeah, so that's one of the features that's pretty nice, is you can look at those three different types of maps. Yeah, um, Chris, one of the other questions, too, that I, I, and I'm not sure if this app can do that. How about the, the trees that are in the area? Will it give us, is that available where you could see, like, there's an oak? You know, uh, this area or this side of the of the mountain has oaks on it. Um, yeah, they have a they have a pretty new layer that is acorn producing layer. Okay. Um, and I don't I don't know the whole like algorithm with how they determine that. Um, it has to do with you know some pretty advanced imagery and uh, you know they take other factors into play like soil types and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I've I've looked at that layer and. It's surprisingly accurate for the place I've compared to places I've been with this, and it even breaks it down between red oaks and white oaks. Um, now, I wouldn't say it's the end all be all. Don't expect to go somewhere where it says and look at the giant white oak tree just because it says it could be white oaks there. It's more like predictive, but it is pretty accurate. So, yeah, it will give you, um, and it, there's also layers where you can see, like, uh, I think coniferous forest versus like deciduous maybe. Okay. They have a bunch of different layers that are, I think a lot of those are helpful for the guys out west more so, like in the mountains. But um, you can also see like wildfires um, as a layer that you can look at. Hmm. Also, they have uh, timber harvest, which is a helpful layer. Um, Mostly on government public land, if there's been like timber cuts, it'll tell you the timber cut, the size of the cut, the outline of the area they cut what year they cut it so that's pretty helpful that, that'd be very helpful yeah heck yeah. yeah now private land cuts you can't really see you can't get that info but yeah um, any publicly public land cut you can generally access via the app that that's pretty neat yeah yeah uh, they have lots of neat layers like that um i don't use all of them but um like i know here in pennsylvania our doe licenses are by uh, WMU, Wildlife Management Units. Mm-hmm. And you can see the boundaries of those wildlife management units on here. You can turn on a layer that'll show you those so you don't accidentally start getting off your unit for your doe tag. Um, it'll also color code private versus public lands. So it'll make uh, publicly accessible land like a different color than private land. So you can look at your map like at a glance and see if there might be some public land you didn't even know existed there. It'll highlight it. You can go and take a look at it. Um, you know, Chris, one of the um, features on there, too, I noticed it has on here, believe it or not, wind direction. Yeah. Uh, is that for the current weather, or is that like a prediction for the the upcoming few days? Nope, that's the current conditions. Okay. It'll give you the temperature and the wind direction for the current area you're in. Um, the web map does gives you the same thing, but the only thing is if you're in offline mode, and you get yourself, like, put in airplane mode and you're offline, mm-hmm. you're not going to get that. Right, right, you're right. You get the current directions that way. But, yeah, if you're connected via cell signal, it'll give you the up-to-date current uh, wind and temperature. Because uh, you and I both know how, how big of a deal that is. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, that's pretty neat. I didn't realize that was on here. Yep. Yeah, that's the current current uh, conditions. That's a pretty nice feature. For sure. That is yeah. nice. There's also a couple of drawing tools. I think I mentioned them earlier, but one of the more useful ones for me is the lines. Yeah. You can draw lines all over your map, so and wh- it'll give you... Oh, here that. It's okay. underneath the tools folder, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, there yeah. it is. If I see it. 
tools um, and you choose line distance, mm-hmm. you can then just tap points on your map and draw a line. It doesn't have to be a straight line. You can put multiple points on your line and make it like go around a curve or something like that or whatever. I use that like if I'm going to for two two ways, like if I'm pre-planning a hike or like a scouting trip or something, I'll go ahead and use that to measure off like roughly how far I'm going to travel so I know how much time I'll need. And then when I'm in the woods, let's say if like I'm at one spot that I want to hunt and I think, well, maybe later in the day I'm going to walk over to this other piece and scout it out before I go hunt somewhere else. I'll sit there in my tree and measure out like, well, how far is it from here to there? And then if I loop back around, you know, how far is that going to be? So I know if I have time to make that walk or not, or, or if I see, I know somebody's hunting somewhere near me, I can measure how far away they are. Or if I see a building on a map that I didn't realize was there, maybe somebody has a hunting camp stashed out in the middle of the woods that I didn't know about. I can keep myself within a safe distance from that camp using that line feature so I don't get within their safety zone. Um, so that line drawing tool is handy, especially because it gives you the distance of the line you're drawing. Well, that sounds super, super good idea to have. Oh, I better believe it. Yeah, because time, uh, I mean, you only have so much time. Got to, right. got to make it count. Yeah. Yep. Or like, you know, National Forest, they have a ton of roads. They're gated, but you're allowed to walk in on them. Some of them are really far. And if you want to see, like, how far, how long is this gated forest road? You can just start tapping your way down that road on the map. You can go right around all the bends and everything on the road. It'll tell you how far it is. Wow. Oh. See, yeah. see if you got the time. Useful tools there, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, all right, I think we've covered enough ground to tell us this thing will do just about anything yeah. you want in the woods. Yeah. Um, uh, we've we've spent our time on Onyx Hunt. Uh, are there? Yeah. Does anybody else make anything like this that uh, is worth talking about? Yeah, I know that there's a, a new... Uh, product out there that's real similar. Um, I I haven't used it a lot, so I, I can't really speak to it with the kind of detail I do for Onyx. Because uh, I'm just I'm fairly committed with all my content and stuff to Onyx right now. But uh, it's called Spartan Forge. Uh, they have a ton of the same kind of mapping features. All the pretty much a lot of the same mapping stuff you can do on this. Um, they also it was created by a person that worked in the military, and he was really into. Um, like machine learning to kind of predict uh, movements and like human behaviors. And they took that idea from the military and applied it to deer. They used information from like deer collared studies and hunter reports and stuff like that. And they kind of predict based on the conditions what the deer activity will be, like if they'll be moving a lot or if they won't be moving or if it's a good day to hunt. Um, I don't know a lot more about it than that, but I know that that particular product has gained a lot of ground lately as a mapping product and uh, also the predictive uh, deer behavior aspect of it is getting getting popular. Um, but I don't know a lot more about it than that, but I know that's out there and I, I hear a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. Interesting. It, um, yeah. I mean, it, it just sounds so useful to me. As I'm listening to this, I mean, we, we know what it can do for you for hunting. It sounds like this would be great for just uh, anybody fishing or hiking, you yeah. know. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, the the uh, the notion of being able to know how far you got, you know, you might want to say, I, I've got this much in the tank to walk. Um, you can get a grip on how long a trail is. Uh, yeah. Right. Maybe that isn't Absolutely. marked. Uh, and then fishing uh, permissions 
come into play there too. Yeah, if you're fishing a stream, oh, yeah, stream definitely. Yeah. And also, I've used it out on a lake. I mean, it doesn't replace by any means the really nice, uh, you know, fish finding units that are out there. But if you're in a jam or whatever, I've marked spots out on the water with this that I've come back around to. That's a great idea. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. uh, you know, if you're in a jam or you're in a boat that doesn't have that kind of electronics, you know, you can do that. Um, Don knows I wouldn't be in that boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We we didn't I talk about it. the good tools. Chris likes the good tools. I like the tools. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one other thing. I, since we kind of talked about handheld GPSs compared to the Onyx, mm-hmm. um, I was a long, long, long time Garmin GPS user. And uh, when it came kind of time to switch this over, or I started finding myself leaning towards the Onyx more than the Garmin, one of my problems was I had a lot of data committed to that Garmin and it wasn't in my Onyx. But they actually uh, have a feature in there where you can import your data from your handheld GPS into your Onyx and all of your tracks that you had laid down, your trails, and all of your waypoints will be in Onyx for you. Holy smoke. I actually did that. That's pretty cool there. All my old Garmin stuff is in my Onyx now. So, So you're basically just using this Onyx now. You don't use the Garmin at all. Correct. Yeah, I fully transitioned, and it was tough because I really liked my Garmin, and I had trouble trusting the accuracy of my sure. Onyx for a long time. But, sure. But I've I've finally cut the cord on that. I ha- I still own my Garmin, but I don't carry it with me anymore. Hmm. I I got a question for you here. You kind of touched on it a little bit. Where do you see this technology going? I mean, Don and I were just talking about the new uh, depth finders and fishing uh, electronics coming out in the coming years. Where do you see this going? Have you heard any uh, rumbling on the streets as far as the technology with this stuff? I mean, it, it could it's endless. It is. It is endless. Um, I don't. I don't know for sure. I know one thing. Like I've contacted Onyx several times, just ask them questions or ask about features. Or actually, recently this past week had a really odd customer technical issue that caused me to not be working and they've been very responsive they got me up and running quickly um but one of the things i would love to see them do would be i would like to see historical maps um i'd like to be able to see maps from different years or times of year because i find that really useful for the way i like to use maps and and uh hunt and stuff and that i still use google earth for that that's pretty much the only thing i still use it for um Sometimes I like to see a place where the satellite imagery was from the fall or winter because I like the leaves to be off and I can see through that foliage better. Or, you know, a stand of pine trees or mountain laurel stands out way more in like a winter view because it's the only thing left that's green. Um, So that can be really helpful for helping you find that kind of stuff. But sometimes I like a fall picture where the leaves are changing because you can really pick oak trees out at that time of year from that kind of satellite imagery. But Onyx doesn't have that right now. And when I inquired about that, uh, basically the cost for them to purchase that much imagery is kind of prohibitive right now mm-hmm. for them to do that, um, which is what they told me. But I, I would love to see these mapping uh, things be able to let you choose maybe a time of year or historical. Maybe if you want to see, you know, when it, what a clear cut looked like when it was first cut versus what it looks like now. So you can see the boundaries of it better or something like that. Oh, I could see that. That kind of thing would be nice. Oh, heck yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. But, For sure. Yeah, I'm really not sure where they can go from here. I feel like they've almost thought of everything I want to do already. Yeah, who knows? They'll come up with something we really want. <laughs> yeah, they will. I mean, this whole machine learning uh, with this other app, 
you know, I'm, I, I pay attention to it, but I'm not sure, you know, where I land on it yet. Like, I like to figure it out for myself to mm-hmm. some degree, but I don't know how accurate it could be. People claim it's pretty good, but this, using this, these data points to predict deer movement or, you know, what days that they'll be moving the most versus days they'll be bedded down more, that's, that's pretty crazy stuff. It, it is. They're going to be able to go ahead and use computers to figure out what the deer are doing and to just tell you. That's like that rut calendar they have that's out every year, you know, for your area. Yeah. You can look at the full yeah. moon and when the ruts, you know, historically has been and that they yep. predict the best days here. I mean, that that's all fine and wonderful, but you know how that is, Chris. It's all, you know, it's, it all depends upon the local weather conditions at the time. Sure does. You know, right. and you still got to be in the spot where they were to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I always found that was interesting, and some of that stuff is pretty accurate. I mean, I have been out yeah. in the woods when they say to be out, and I have run into quite a few deer. But it's, yeah. I had the opposite happen too. You know, absolutely. Yep. Exactly. So, but yeah, I, I've often wondered where the technology is going. It's it it seems to be endless for sure. It really does. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I think at some point I'll probably struggle with if the technology is helping me too much versus how much I figure out on my own. I think that's where eventually I'll, I'll find the fine line. Um, but I'm not there yet. But, you know, I think that's eventually where it'll be. I want my woodsmanship skills to still have a, have a factor in what I'm doing out there versus just being told what to do. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you never know. Well, what we've talked about today, that technology is pretty powerful right here and now and, cool. and well, yeah. sounds like pretty worthwhile to have in your pocket. For yeah, sure. definitely. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazingly powerful tool you can just carry around in your pocket. Yep. So is there, is there anything that we missed, Chris, that you would like to share with our listeners? I know that we could talk about this all day. Um, we sure could, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so deep. Is there anything that did you think that we missed that you'd want to share with the listeners? Uh, no, I mean, I think we've got a pretty a pretty good overview of stuff and, and some ideas about how to use it. I mean, I think you've been pretty thorough for for people that are just diving into it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely, I, I learned a lot today. You know, I, I was using it, but maybe not to the full extent I should be using it. That's for yeah. sure. So I'll add on to what I'm currently doing with it and uh, sure. get get yeah. more efficient for sure. Yeah, you can be really efficient and pretty creative too. You can use those different colors and tools and stuff in, in lots of different ways, you know, how, whatever suits you best. Yeah, for sure. Well, Chris, we're super happy uh, that you had the time to spend with us here, uh, share your expertise, expertise that we don't quite have yet. No. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much. I'm flattered to be on your show, and I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Chris, and good luck to you this season. We'll stay in touch, of course. I'm always talking to your dad and and everything, so we'll stay in touch, and uh, good luck out there. Hope you get that big buck you've been chasing, and and, uh, I'll keep you posted, let you know how I do, too, so. He's going to have more questions, too. too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'll have more questions. You know that's coming. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, so you can get a hold of me whenever you want about these on X tips. We'll, we'll take, we can talk about it forever. Okay, bud. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yep. Thank you very much. Yep. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you have a good day, Chris. You too. Okay. Well, I said before I, I wasn't a power user. Um, I don't think I am yet, but uh, Chris has given me some good things to, to start thinking about and trying. Uh, many good suggestions. Yeah, definitely. And, and and you folks heard from the interview that, um, you know, I've used it for a couple of different things. The one thing I, I did have a lot of success with was when I was shed hunting last year. Um, it helped me find uh, the area I was looking for sheds. I did find some sheds 
and I didn't want to keep going over the same area twice and it helped me spread out my grid, my search grid, made the job much easier. And I've heard a lot of my buddies, I mentioned my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and a couple of my other buddies, other buddies were using it to find deer that they shot last fall and that helped too. So it's um, not to mention the guys I know that, that hike and, and use it for that too. So it's a, it's a great app. And um, my big question was how to use the offline maps and I'll be able to use that now, um, that technology. And there's so much that goes with this, Don. How about it? It's, oh, it's, it's deep, just, deep, deep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of computer programs, if you know anything about. Oh, like Excel. Excel it, yeah. is deep. Oh, geez. You could I, go on forever with that. Yeah. I've only ever scratched the surface on that. Same here. But, same here. Uh, and that's that's about the same with uh, with the Onyx. Uh, but uh, there's, there's more I'm going to do with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, if those of you that have Onyx now, um, I just got an email the other day that they have a master class that's available. It's free. As long as you already have a paid subscription, uh, I think I might take that. And, and Don, I know you had something else you wanted to share, too. I did, yeah. They have a great Facebook page, which will tell you about uh, all their things that are popping up, uh, such as this class that Chris is talking about. Also, they throw some deals out once in a while. This isn't free for the, the probably the one you really want. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's not that expensive. It's much, uh, it's much more reasonable than the handheld GPS that I've always been too, yeah. ch- too cheap to buy. Yep. Uh, so this really puts that, that handheld in my phone. And uh, anyway, that Facebook page will tell you all their stuff and they're always pumping stuff out. Uh, yeah. No, that's, that's a, I, I'll have to check that out. I didn't realize they had a Facebook page or I would have been on there, but uh, I do, I'm definitely interested in taking that master class and, and uh, just seeing what I've been missing. Um, that will make uh, my day a little more enjoyable out in the woods. Yeah, that, that, that's a great one. Yeah. And while we're talking about apps, we're not going to make ads for every app because, as I said before, we're not getting paid for yeah. that. But we do use them. That's right. Uh, if if there's some uh, something that that you're thinking about that you'd like to know more about and you do carry your phone, hey, search the App Store. There's a ton of, of great stuff there. One uh, – I'm I'm just gonna throw one more out here. Yeah, go ahead. I've been using this iNaturalist. You know, I'm a, oh yeah, I'm you a, showed me that. Yeah, I'm a curious type, and when I see stuff, plants, I I say, what is that? I don't know. Um, iNaturalist has helped me figure that out. Um, I use uh, I use another great one. It's called uh, Fishing Times, and you'd mentioned this earlier, Chris, but. Tells you when uh, when your major moon phases are. Tells you when sunrise and sunset is. It's a uh, it's a it's a lot of good info, and I, and that's just two that I'm thinking of. There are, there are tons of these things. So yeah, uh, fish around there, and you'll see. Yeah, well, that's a great point. So anything else, Don? Yeah, that's probably that's enough. It. Well, yep. folks, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. I know uh, uh, we enjoyed having Chris on again, and, and thanks, Chris, for your expertise. Um, on the Hunt, hunt I'm sorry, Onyx on Hunt. Jeez, oh man. There you go. Onyx Hunt app. Um, it was great to have you on. So, and nothing else then, Don? We'll let everybody go? Yeah. Okay, folks, have a great um, month out there and do something in your 120.